Remember, do not underestimate the power of the PlayStation. Wait no longer, greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest and greatest in PlayStation each and every Thursday. So without any ado, the greatest co-host whoever was, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson. How are you, sir? I'm doing much better today, Joe. Went to the went to the doctors yesterday, was feeling not great. Uh got some antibiotics in me and I'm feeling fantastic. Uh, everybody's sick at my house, and yeah. since I don't believe in getting sick, I haven't gotten sick. I wish I wish that was the case. Me working with kids and then the amount of stress over uh, my dad's hip replacement surgery, everything went great. Good. He's home. He's doing fantastic. So thank you to everyone who reached out. Um, but, man, it was a stressful time the last couple of weeks, and I'm glad it's over. Yeah, man, I'm I'm glad to hear it. Uh, so just real talk, then we'll we'll get into the the fun, the news. But yeah, no, my dad traded places with your dad, my yeah. dad also. So if you guys hear any notifications going on in the background, that's just because I got a text, and that means probably this this <laughs> this podcast is over. So my dad's doing good. It's all good, and we got some awesome news for you today. Is actually a regular show show, Kyle. We actually have news. It's been a while. Which, here's the thing. We also introduced, uh, two weeks ago, we also introduced our New Year's resolutions, right? We're adding new Mm -hmm. stuff to the trophy room. We're adding getting fit with Bad Bit. We're adding trophy room shout-outs. Those start today. We're also going to rename the news. And from now on, the news is just called Goobers. Goobers? Yeah. What? Where did that come from? It's the Spider-Verse. Because this has been in the brain all day. So before gotcha. we get into all the goobers, Kyle, what have you been playing, sir? Oh, man. Uh, so I decided a couple days ago to finally pop in Dragon Quest. Um, Dragon Quest Eleven. Yes. Uh, the, the last one that came out last September. Okay. How are um, you liking it? I'm liking it so far. I haven't played much of it. Um, okay. But, yeah, it's... Th- old dragon quest style and um it looks beautiful in this new gen i haven't played one since ps2 um uh, but it, it's it's kind of weird how even though it's been a while since i played it still is how i remember it looking in that type of uh art style that they have it's very cartoony and yeah. it doesn't now doesn't, it, it, it doesn't really like, age it looks yeah, great it, it looks like like dragon ball z that's because the same yeah the same artist that does Dragon Ball does Dragon Quest, right? Oh, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, but it, it's great. It's a great RPG. It's a turn-based RPG, which I'm so happy that they're still making new ones like mm-hmm. this. Um, we get another one, I think, is it this Friday, next week, in uh, uh, Y2K, which is one of the smaller games that was announced in the Kind of Funny oh, Game e- Showcase. And stuff. Oh, oh, I was going to say, is that Ease? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so we're getting another one pretty soon, but... Um, I'm liking it. I'm liking the characters. The voice acting is superb so okay. far. Um, I just know it's like a it's going to be a hundred hour journey Oof. in this game. So, are you feeling uh, like know, making that trek? I am because okay. I think the first couple of games in 2019 that I'm going to get are on the clear opposite side of the spectrum, mm. like shooters or fast paced arcadey stuff. Um, so I'm going to enjoy kind of the slow strategy. 
you know, talking to everyone, breaking every pot to find items and opening, going into people's houses and looking through drawers and stuff. <laughs> that, that That's why I enjoy, I enjoy that so yeah. much. So, yeah, I'm loving it. I can't wait to play more. All right, awesome. And that's really all I've been playing. Man, I've – so, yeah, okay, I played more Fortnite. But more important stuff than that, uh, I played Beat Saber some more. And so I decided I'm making this a challenge to myself because I love challenges. I love me some trophies. And mm-hmm. so I thought – of a great challenge. I think I'm going to do a video on this on Bad Big Games where you should go like, share, subscribe, and all that jazz. Where it's 30 minutes, uh, a 30 minute, 30 day PSVR workout. Nice. And pretty much I just have a schedule. I partition 30 minutes of my day and we play some VR, whether that's Beat Saber. I just brought, bought uh, Sprint Vector. So Oh, sweet. I want to get that. I, I, I hear nothing but good things and also that it's a sweat factory. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Beat Saber, man. I've been playing that nonstop. And so you guys know, getting fit with Bad Bit, we'll do this little bit right here. I weigh 356. What the hell? Pounds. Well, actually, I did in just the four-day challenge as I'm on day four right now. I've already mm-hmm. lost three pounds. Hell yeah, Congratulations. Joe. Beat Saber nice job, buddy. Beat Saber and then eating not like an asshole. So that yeah. that's that's how it works. That's how it does. And uh, yeah, I feel great too. Like I'm, I have more energy. I'm more optimistic. Way less depressed. So yeah, that's beat amazing. saber, man. It, if if you're large and in charge like ourselves here, go out there, get yourself a PSVR. Even if it's ten minutes, fifteen minutes. I got this shiny Apple Watch here. I burn from just like a fifteen to thirty minute workout, uh, or just not even workout. Sorry, like. Yeah. You know, songs, I burned 250 to like 350 calories. Nice. Moving like a, a jerk. So, yeah, it's it's awesome. It's, it's again, it's awesome. I'm really happy. Uh, I got into Super Hot for just a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. I need a bigger room to play it, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah way Yeah, because that, that's the game. I played it in VR last year when it came out, and it's – it's definitely a game where I find myself knocking into things yeah. because I'm, you're you're actually kind of moving more than what you think you are mm-hmm. and like trying to every duck movement. out of the way. And- yeah, so like if you guys don't know, Super Hot is like it's kind of like you're constantly in the Matrix slow mode, mm-hmm. right? Where every movement you take, that's when the enemies can move as well. So even like bullet travel is just it's kind of just in slow-mo so you have to plan out each and every movement you make and you can also throw things you can shoot guns hit these like weird crystal people's faces it's yeah it's an awesome game sadly i just need more room for it and i don't have it so right now beat saber uh astrobot are my go-to ps do you like how that one opens up though super hot vr i didn't get past the tutorial because it wanted me to get on this platform where it's like a red ring and I was just like, I can't get into it because right. I have this huge desk in the way. So I was just like, I'm not going to spoil it, but like after you get through the tutorial, it's it's something I didn't think was going to happen in VR, and it did, and oh. it, it's it's pretty cool. It's yeah. pretty cool. Hopefully, I might be overblowing it, but I enjoyed the hell out of it. Hopefully, when I can move that desk into this studio, which should be knock on this horrible desk in two days, then I should be set. Then I can probably play that game more. But that's the only time where I've ever felt restricted in vr and so far most of the games like dude they're so great psvr i'm a believer guys i'm a believer it's so fantastic talk about fantastic stuff kyle do you want to get into the goober right now oh let's bring on that big big fat juicy goober all right well 
Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> first off, first and foremost, I do have to shout out uh, Tim Olf's son. I believe uh, Tim Olf, you shouted me out about a week ago that your son freaked out when I mentioned you. And sadly, I couldn't find the tweet this week. I was just uh. like, I was trying to find it. But thank you. That literally makes my whole heart explode. Thank you so much. Uh. And to Tim Olf's uh, son, I'm just going to call you boy. Listen here, boy. <laughs> Respect your father. Don't use the words I do, boy. You hear me? Eat your vegetables, boy. And don't play Xbox. All right. With that, thank you guys. I wanted to get that out before I forgot it. Uh, let's get into the first goober, which is 91.6 million PlayStation 4 consoles sold worldwide. Wow. Wow. Holy crap. I got this news off of IGN, but I first saw it off of uh, actually Jeff Keeley's tweet they announced this during ces which is happening right very right right now right now or actually if you're listening to the podcast probably ended but either way Mm -hmm. announced by sony interactive entertainment in 2018 over the holiday season saw a (coughs) 5.6 million playstation 4 units being sold pushing the system to its new sales milestone as for games more than 50.7 million PlayStation 4 games were sold during the holiday season, bringing the worldwide total to 876 million PlayStation 4 games sold since Sony's latest console launch in November 15th, 2013. Marvel Spider-Man, which is PlayStation's fastest selling exclusive of all time, continued its successful story through the holidays with sales reaching over 9 million consoles globally by November 25th, 2018 also making it the fastest-selling superhero game, this is not from IGN, of all time. There's also going to be some Fantastic Four suits coming. I'm pretty excited about that, too. Marcus O'Neill writes in, like you can, if you join our Discord or you follow us at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. Marcus writes in with, with the recent update to PlayStation 4 sales figures reaching 91.6 million, where do you predict it finishing? Where on the all-time list will it stand? Kyle. Yeah. 91 million. We're yeah. into the new year. Where is this going to go? I I don't know, man. It's I'm actually quite shocked by that number. It's um, a huge number, man. It is. Especially and this is what always like gets me It makes me think about what people were talking about before the PS4 and Xbox 1 came mm-hmm. out. Cuz remember everyone was well, not everyone, but like a a huge majority would say, oh, home consoles are dead. Yeah. No it's, one's going to want to buy them It's anymore. all the phone now, yeah. It's all, yeah, it's all mobile phone, whatever. No, not the case anymore. Not it is close. not even, like, man, 91.6 million sold worldwide is an insane number, especially yeah. after all the doubters saying home consoles are over. Yeah, that was such a funny thing, thinking about it, too. Like, back in, like, what, like, 2012? Yeah. Like, it's all on your phone. It's on your Apple TV. It's, you know, it's on your Roku. On your, this uh, is the future. Oh, yeah. Ooh, ooh, yo, remember that, though? <laughs> the little indie little box that couldn't. Like, that is, that's where everybody thought the future was. And to a large right. extent, it kind of is. It's the largest marketplace mobile, but console's still there. It's yeah. still there. It's still present. People, people still play on it. It's even like we, we repeat history again where we're talking about the future of PlayStation. 
And where does it go after the PlayStation 4 and what the next console, if there is one, looks like? Like, we're still doubting it because the narrative is being pushed that this is the end of consoles where 91 million, that is that is a huge number. To I me, think, yeah, uh, Kyle, go for going. it. Oh, well, I was going to say, uh, what's even more impressive about this little news story is 50.7 million games mm. were sold during the holiday season. In addition to 5.6 million units of the actual console itself. 50 million games? That's insane. Now, my question to that is, are some of those Fortnite? Like, do they count Fortnite oh. downloads or are these retail games being mm. sold? That's you know what? That's a good point. Maybe, like, the Fortnite bundles, like, at GameStop and stuff? Exactly. Like, that yeah, and maybe I can point. see maybe being stretched a little bit. But mm-hmm. at the same exact time, 50 million. It's yeah. still a wide number. Um, to me, where I think it stands, uh, it's not going to outsell the PS2. PS2 right now is at 158 million consoles off the top of my head. Uh, and if I'm wrong, let me know. That I'm not trying to be braggadocious or whatever. Uh, and I use braggadocious to brag about it. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I think it's sold close to 160 million units. And that's because largely a lot of people use it as a DVD player. Right, it was the most affordable one at the time, so people just bought it in droves. Also, thinking about it, the PlayStation Two, there it, it had no competition. Right, if we don't count Nintendo ever, really, the Xbox came, but PlayStation was still the dominant console. We saw Sega leave, and so you had all these Sega diehards kind of just going, "All right, PlayStation, it is." So I think there was a lot of things in favor of the PlayStation Two rising to that number uh the next is the nintendo wii and again right off the top of my head i believe the wii sits along somewhere between 101 million and 105 million right around there um i think it's gonna break that without a doubt Mm -hmm. i think if i am i i think it's gonna be somewhere close to i think it's gonna beat the wii i think it's gonna be somewhere at like 110 million that's what if i had to take a stake in it that's a good guess yeah yeah what about you kyle i would i would say maybe yeah like the one 107 right range maybe a little bit lower um uh it's still incredible as it's going over 100 million yeah uh which is awesome and um while you were uh talking i looked up what the holiday sales were the last two years Mm. unit wise for playstation 4 Last year, they sold 5.9 million consoles during the holiday season, mm. and 2006 was 6.2. So it's not it's not as big of a drop as what I thought. Yeah, uh, amongst like the three years or two years right there. Yeah, I mean Sony even like said, "Hey, we're reaching our saturation point," meaning we're we got all the people we think we can get. Yeah, you know. So and and to think about that drop, that's not huge. That's not huge. And I actually want to ask another question on top of this. This comes from our good friends over at Secret Friends Unite. Secret Friends Unite. <laughs> Todd Oxtra writes in. And we actually answer your questions, Todd, because we respect you, unlike some folks out there. Does anybody really want PlayStation 4 around nine or four years before they bring out the PlayStation nine 5? Nine or four years. Sorry, nine to ten years before the PlayStation 5. Oh, I know I- the Pro helped beef up this gen, but it was... Uh, upgrades to very old tech so yeah my my question to you here is console still selling pretty well yeah is there any reason to go to like jump 
are we jumping the gun to this generation? Uh, no, I don't think so. Because I think uh, you know, a lot PS- of people like I'm, I'm hearing like I could get more juice out of this bad boy. I don't think it's sure. done yet. I, I think that could be the case whenever whenever there's a new console generation being rumored to come up. I think uh, what was PS3 to PS4? Seven years? Yeah, about yes. Yeah, so years. like we're not that far off mm-hmm. as of now from that, and I I do agree. I think a PlayStation Four is still kicking and still doing a great job. Uh, I think games still look beautiful. I mean, look at Red Dead. Look yeah. at God of War and Spidey. Like the games look gorgeous. And they play gorgeous. And I think we can probably survive another two, maybe three years without a new console. Yeah. But in the on the other side of things, uh, myself included, I'm like itching to see what they can do in the next iteration. And I'm excited to see what that is. Yeah, I think so. I think, yeah, like I would love my PlayStation 4. I would love that I never have to buy another console, to be honest. Sure. I love this thing, right? Yeah. I mean, money money's money if i don't have to spend that'd be great uh but that i think it really depends on the economic outlook in a year or two i think that's all what it kind of depends on especially here in north america don't want to get political right now but there's a big trade war by uh china in the u.s at the very moment where economists don't know how that trade war is going to affect electronics we're already seeing apple being hit by it we see a lot of mobile phones also getting hit by it so right now as a tech giant and techs out there or or tech companies out there are a little bit hesitant i've started to see so i don't know i think they're kind of trying to look about what's happening in 2020 before they make any big moves and so with that, we get to the final question of this news topic, which is Mr. Nasty Boots himself going, will the earth-shattering sales of the PlayStation 4, with the earth-shattering sales of the PlayStation 4, do you think it's wise of Sony to hold off on revealing the PlayStation 5 till 2020 to let Xbox throw their first hand? And I think with that, I think it goes along with what I've been saying, which is I don't think it's necessarily just to see what Xbox has got. But also want to see. They want to see. I think if I'm, if I were, if I was you, hey Yoshida. And now if I was you, I'm holding off, mm-hmm. just because again economics part of it, right? I want to see where the industry is in a year, in, before I I jump the gun and announce this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with that, Kyle, do you think? I mean, Sony's not coming to E3 on 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 purpose this year. I mean, we're getting this reveal. Do you think they're revealing it towards the end of 2020 at a PSX so that in hopes that Xbox is revealing theirs at this year's E3? And do you think that's a smart idea too? I do. I, I, I think I think they kind of got lucky when the PS4 was revealed. They had that February uh, reveal event, um, which was awesome. And then uh, e, uh, Xbox went first at E3. Mm-hmm. And overwhelmingly negative when they had yeah. the Xbox one. It was a lot of the TV talk and how the, the one thing I remember so specifically from that conference was that you could link your fantasy football team to the Xbox one and watch the live stats while you're watching games on the Xbox one. Can't wait. Like, but uh, part of me says they want Xbox to go first mm-hmm. and show off. 
kind of like what that E3 was, so they can come back and like counter whatever whatever Xbox was throwing out there. And I understand that these things are already planned out and probably finalized, but it's all about marketing and wording it the right way so it feels like they're getting a one-up on the competition. Yeah. So I think Sony is smart enough to do that, to wait to see what Microsoft has, and then they're going to come out and be like, oh, yeah, that stuff, not really going to happen over yeah. here. Kind of like the whole sharing the game, one of my favorite things ever. Uh, Adam Boys. Slap, oh, it was beautiful. That whole that whole press conference is one of the best gaming moments, moments ever. I've ever seen. Ever. Um, yeah, I, and yeah, I think they're going to make it a point to go out of their way to... to combat whatever xbox is doing yeah uh, even if it's just wording but I, I feel like they want to see what they have first before unveiling but i still think we we get a little tease at the end of the year i don't think they're waiting until 2020 i think maybe fall i think we'll that, yeah i think we're we're getting an announcement of the console and like at a psx i think that's mm-hmm. to me i was really thinking about it um when we were talking last week and i like really sitting down and saying, listen, we don't need to go to so many conventions. I mean, this this generation, there was one point they did like five conventions, right? Like, it was just like... Very was close to each other. Yeah, and we were yeah. like, too much. You're showing us too much. Stop. And now they kind of just turned the faucet off. Um, I think, yeah, it's just like, hey, E3's dead, dude. Let's be honest. Let's, let's not kick this corpse any longer. Let's just make our own thing when it's dead after the holiday season to get our fans pumped. And then we'll have the reveal reveal event, kind of like you did with the PlayStation 4 in a February when everybody's kind of simmered off. And then you're just like, here it is. Here's what mm-hmm. we have to offer. Because right now, I think it's safe to say when, we, when we're talking about Xbox, Xbox wants to get rid of the one. They oh, want yeah. to get away and from that And it'd be wise console. for them to do that. Yeah, I mean, it is. it is. It's, you know, like, there's this huge story going around, and I'm not here to, I'm not here to soak flames, right? That this year they had no positive exclusives, whatever. Uh, their, their games didn't review that well this year. And though that is somewhat factually true, um, they kind of want to get away from that conversation. They want to start fresh. And so mm-hmm. if you're Xbox, you want to get rid of everything as fast as possible. Now, if someone who just bought an X this year is going to f- be that excited once they find out their console may or may not be future compatible, that's mm-hmm. that's one thing. But I think right now where we've all predicted somewhere in the range of 35 million units, that console is a dud. It just is. Like, yeah. yes, Xbox is making more money than they did back in the Xbox 360 uh, years and that's true you have all your services making that money to make up for the lack of of games and and, and exclusives for sure but they want to wipe the slate clean grow that audience with those services with the next box and with mm-hmm. your sony you kind of want them to throw their hand up first if you're xbox you kind of want that moment as well so i think i think it's i think it's good for both sides yeah i really absolutely. do absolutely so with that, again, Xbox people, I love your Xbox. Keep playing it. Also, why are you yeah. listening to this? But keep on listening. Rate us five stars. And next story, before we get into the next story, again, we have young viewers here. I always forget about that. Okay? Again, little, little, little Timmy in the back, little, little off junior boy. Here's, here's something I'm going to teach you right here, right now. All right? If you're young and out there, and it's really hard sometimes to do that and to do the right thing or say the right thing or say nothing at all. 
right? So when we get into these dumb little debates of like whose console sold best, just remember, we're all gamers. We love games. Mm-hmm. Remember that, kids. And with that, let's get into our next next news story. It kind of goes hand in hand. The next Goober. The next Goober. Thank you. Thank you. God, best co-host ever. <laughs> hey, Kyle. Our next Thanks. news story. It looks like <laughs> it looks like Soldier Seventy Six went to NYU to explore his bisexuality and become a DJ. This story comes from IGN. During the preparation, uh, Soldier Seventy Six pours over some old photographs. In one, Anna recognizes his former lover, Vincent. Anna asks Jack if he still holds a candle for Vincent, but Jack did, uh, denies it saying, Vincent deserved a happier life than the one I can ever give him. That's from the short, from the comic. Most, mostly positive. A lot of people are really excited about it. I'm super excited about it. And Mm -hmm. it's really weird because like when I'm like, I love you LGBTQ people and plus all you folks, amazing. I love y'all. And sometimes I come off ignorant. I'm so sorry about that. Don't mean to. That's all you have to say to, to respect people. Some people don't like that, though. Don't understand why. Um, I get always excited when I hear stories like this. Because, like, I'm not I'm not gay. I know, though, of so many gay friends of mine, transgender friends of mine, who didn't have any representation, who truly thought they were outcasts, and seeing so many awesome people getting really excited about Soldier 76, just a small little character, being, being gay... Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yeah. It's beautiful. Absolutely. I saw one person, though, Kyle, say that, oh. like, they ruined Soldier 76. That person needs to stop it. <laughs> it's... And that, I co- yeah, they ruined oh. the best character in video games. I'm not even... I wish I could quote this idiot. I forget his name. But they ruined the best character in video games uh, because he's gay. And why do they have to make it so political, Kyle? Oh my gosh. You might as well throw Elizabeth Warren in there and a Feel the Burn emote, right? <laughs> now I just want Bernie Sanders to, as a playable character in Overwatch. <laughs> I would play Overwatch all day. And he's just exposing days. hard truths. I don't know yeah. why we're fighting. Everybody he just, gotta get one, it along. One of his, he just shoots out college diplomas. <laughs> no, you know what it is? He's actually, it's a, he's a skin for Bastion, a little bird. <laughs> he's like, Oh, hello. <laughs> hello. Hello, little bird. <laughs> uh, yes, that's what I want. A trickle-down theory uh, just doesn't work. <laughs> that's my best party I can do. <laughs> oh, God. To to that person yeah. who was upset, and to other, anyone else that might be upset, it's, it's, it's silly. It's just silly, because... Yeah. Then if, if everything was the same, things get boring and stagnant and mm-hmm. stale. Let let's like Joe said, let's have representation of everybody, race, cultural, uh, uh, cultural background, ethnicities, uh, sexual orientation, whatever it may be. The more it is represented in pop culture, media, games, it's better for everybody. Yeah. Is is it going to physically hurt you? Are you going to go to the hospital because one of the video game characters is bisexual or gay? Like, will that will that make you cause you to go call an ambulance to take you to the hospital? No, it's not hurting you. Let it be. Let it be. 
Let it be. Let it be. And so the people go, well, why did they put it in that game? Because it's their game. They get to do whatever they yeah. want with their game. You don't own it. And, and I, yeah, I don't want to project anything, but yeah. like Blizzard is a huge company. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, statistically, there might be some LGBTQ plus people that work there. Don't they want to see themselves in the game that they are making? Like, isn't that something but that I play Soldier 76, though? So what? You're you're sitting on the other side of the screen, uh, person who's mad at this and controlling a plastic controller that is by magic. But then why do why even do it if it means so little? I've had enough. I'm gonna do what you should do, and I'm gonna walk away. There you go. Just walk away. Just walk let away. those people yell at a wall. Yep. You be happy. Yep. You support the people that are happy for, with. Feel bad for happy. those people, and then just walk away. Yeah. Yeah, just support walk and be happy away. for the people yeah. who this helps. Because here's That's the thing, right? Like, why I love Enter the Spider-Verse is for what Miles says at the very end, is that anybody could put on the mask and be Spider-Man. That's why Spider-Man is my favorite character. And I, that did not just reveal that I may be Spider-Man. That's not true. <laughs> but, like, it's also why I love the Master Chief. Master Chief's mm-hmm. one of my favorite, favorite video game characters ever. Just ever. I have the Halo 3 uh, Master Chief had, yeah, take that, Luke Lore. I know you can't find it anywhere. <laughs> I have it. Ha! It's collecting dust in my room next to Aloy. Here's the deal, though. I love Master Chief because under the helmet, I think that's me. And that's awesome. And that's what video games are, is you project yourself to these characters. And, like, I see myself as Aloy. Like, I love Aloy. And her gender means jack shit to me. Who she loves their gender means jack shit to me. It's their relationships <laughs> that should matter, right? So with that, this is awesome because one other kid who thinks they're alone just got their own Master Chief because yep. when I was a kid, I thought the same exact way. Okay? All right. So be better to each other. Again, kids, what did I just teach you? Be nice to one another, all right? All right, let's talk about Resident Evil 2 and zombies. Resident <laughs> Evil 2, one-shot demo, just like Eminem. You get one shot. Something, something. Damn, I did have one, one opportunity. shot. One opportunity. Mom Spaghetti. Demo lurches onto the PlayStation 4 this week. This comes from Push Square. And there's your comp- ah, confirmation, as speculated, the playable Resident Evil 2 demo will indeed launch this week on the PlayStation 4, officially dubbed the One One Shot Demo. You'll be able to be given, oh, sorry, you'll be given a 30-minute, uh, why'd you write this like this? You'll be given 30 minutes to get through it. Once the time's up, the demo will end, and that's it. Already sounds intense, doesn't it? Andrew Taylor writes in, follows us on the trophy room. You should as well. <clears throat> Not a PlayStation exclusive question, but are you guys planning on playing Resident Evil 2 when it releases January 25th? And I'll even put a little, a little blurb here. Are you interested in playing this demo, Kyle? I am 100% interested in this demo. Yeah. This demo is a really, really cool idea. Mm. Uh, it, it's, it's, it, it's. I could see it from the other side where people will complain like, "Oh, but I want to keep playing it over and over again," or "I want to stream it and play it different ways," and blah blah blah. No, I like the idea. It's giving you a little taste. Yeah. And if you want more, buy the game. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I feel like this is great for Capcom because 
they're obviously super proud of it. Yeah. And they're like, here, we're going to give you like a tiny slice of cake. If you want the full cake, you're going to have to buy it on January 25th. Yeah, man, this is a straight-up drug dealer move. (laughs) Listen, this game, we have so much faith in it. I love when companies do this because a lot of people don't recognize the risk of we're giving you something, a portion of our game, for free. We're letting you rent Mm. this for whatever time period so that you later buy it is awesome. And this one-shot demo intrigues me. Dude, I am am Andrew. Let me whisper in your ear. I'm so fucking kidding. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my god, it looks it looks incredible. Um, I'm doing a top five video on on my top five games of 2019. That's definitely on the list because I am not a Resident Evil fan. Mm-hmm. Got in with seven. I hear nothing but amazing things about two. This remake looks dope. Let's go. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in, Kyle. I am too. It's it, coming this week, right? Yeah, I think Friday. Demo? So chances are, will... you're listening to it. It's up. Enjoy. I got some plans this weekend, then, because I will. will I I definitely want to try it. Because like you, Resident Evil Two, I've heard so many good things from uh, about, and I just love thirty minutes. And as far as you get thirty minutes, that's it. I, I you can maybe just get stuck in the tutorial or the first section. I really think a lot of people are gonna try to speed run this game. Oh, right? I think like so they're too. gonna try to see where the remake comes in for, to, you know, comes into play. Like, what yeah. do they actually change up? Like, that's going to be really interesting. The theory crafting that comes along with this game is going to be awesome. This is... Now, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken... awesome, yeah. Resident Evil 2, you can play as two protagonists, right? Yeah, Leon Kennedy and then... I don't know the is other... Claire? Claire. Uh, Claire, maybe? Claire. Uh, I think it's Redfield. No, it's Chris Redfield. Right? I think Claire's her sister, uh, his her his Ooh, sister. Whoopsie! I thought I they think. were totally bone zoning. <laughs> oh, I well, could, again, not a Resident Evil person. So listen, that's going to be the first Game of Thrones reference oh. of the night. I guess that's a Cersei Lannister esque thing to do. Yeah. In this one, if you can pick your protagonist, yeah. In the demo, are they going to give you a chance to pick which one? So you can play mm-hmm. thirty minutes of one way, and then. You know, if you want to go back in the demo and try the other one, oh, too bad. Yeah. Not going to happen. I, I love that. Yeah. I, this is awesome. I'm in. I'm so excited about this. I saw this news. I was like, such a clever way of, of <laughs> putting your demo out there, making it unique, making it stand out when yeah. it's already standing out on its own. I'm so pumped. Also, it, it's it's basically just like you're at a convention and yeah. you're playing a 30 minute demo. Yeah. That's well, basically what it is. Also, Best Buy, uh, you could actually buy the Steelbook itself without the game or whatever for 10 bucks oh what up what up guess who's gonna buy that because they're <laughs> slut for steel books this guy now we have one more question for this topic it comes to with eric eric you put so many questions in this week you only get one all right you only get one eric. but seriously they're all great had to choose it was this one uh with uh it's <laughs> gonna say kind of funny with kingdom Sorry. hearts 3 and resident evil uh remaster uh, on the horizon, which game do you believe will have more impact? Since both have a widely in- have been widely anticipated and have huge fan bases for a very very long time. Kyle, yeah. deathmatch, one shall stand, one shall fall. Who will win? Who will have more copies sold? 
Resident Evil 2 Remake or Kingdom Hearts 3? Oh, sorry. Huh? Oh, Kingdom Hearts! <laughs> <laughs> it's Kingdom Hearts 3. I'll slaughter it... Resident Evil's family! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. It's it's Kingdom Hearts 3 has been forever. It, it's... So many people are so excited for this, and they've been waiting so long. I think it's been eight years or something like that. Yeah. Maybe even longer than eight years. Uh, yeah. Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to sell incredibly well. Not to put Resident Evil 2 re- remake down, because I think it's two completely different audiences. And yeah. I think for the diehard gamers, they will probably get both. But I, I think Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to win in a landslide when it comes Ooh. to sales. Ooh. Okay. I think this is um, if I had to choose which game's gonna sell more. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, if, if if this was a death match, it would go to Mickey. <laughs> I'm good with a shovel, and I know where to hide bodies. <laughs> um, my friend's gonna ask, "What's up? What's wrong with me? I don't know." <laughs> but I think sales number wise, it's Resident Evil too. I I wow. don't even think it's without a doubt. Like I think the f- I think the fan base is bigger because it has a longer lineage. Also, it's more recent as well. Like, though, don't get me wrong, Kingdom Hearts fans. Listen, Purple Monkey, calm down. Calm down. All right? Don't sick Mickey on me, okay? He's vicious. Um, I think with the positivity surrounding Resident Evil 7, and then just put that on top of the fact that this game's coming out, something that people have been wanting for years 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 even longer if i were to think than kingdom hearts like i played kingdom hearts one and two i don't think i'm picking up three at launch because i'm picking up resident evil i picked my side so i think more casual audiences mm, let's see that's difficult now right yeah i'm like oh the power of disney i don't know i don't think the casual audience is going to look at resident evil 2 a zombie horror game I am still going to say Resident Evil. I'm sticking to my guns, though I okay. now know I'm wrong. Because I was like, Kingdom Hearts, is that T14? or No, it has to be rated E for everybody, right? Uh, mm. I think yeah, Because there's violence, but there's no blood in it. Yeah, it's got to be E. You missed the part where I ripped a heartless heart out. <laughs> yeah, I think, I don't know. Now I really like doing that voice. Great. <laughs> I wonder what's going to stick this week. <laughs> uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is E10+. plus. Okay. Ooh, alcohol reference. What? Oh, Kingdom Hearts. What? I have a drinking problem. <laughs> that wasn't goofy, by the way. All right, Disney, you can't come here and just buy me out like Fox and close everything. Um, yeah, no, I. that's tough. All right. I'm still going to say Resident Evil. Because okay. i got to stick to my guns. Though, likelihood... I mean, listen, if you put... If they put a Marvel tie-in, if they put... A Star Wars tie-in, that would have been a no-brainer. Can I just say? Yes. On Twitter today, they unveiled a couple of the Keyblades, what they look like, yeah. of all the worlds that have been announced. And boy, oh boy, do they look really, really cool. Do they really? The Big Hero yeah. 6 one is awesome. Oh, isn't that like something you re- Okay. Oh, I don't and, and, and the Frozen one, it, it looks really, really cool. Pun intended. And <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, oh, God, what was the last one? Um, it's it's not Tangled. It's um... why did they put Tangled in? Tangled's great, Joe. But like Tangled's over, great. Like, a Star War, you know. I again, this is me saying I'm not 
I still think Star Wars is in there somehow. Or Marvel. Dude, I think they're crazy is, enough to do it. If it is, I will <laughs> flip. Well, I thought they announced all the worlds and that's it. Do you, Have they said that there's more and they're just not showing them off? Uh, No. I don't know. I don't really answer that question. Jams right in. Purple Monkey right in. We need you oh, guys right now. They did another uh, uh, um, Mount Olympus uh, Keyblade. Looks stellar. Hercules sucked. You say it. Ah, say nope. it. Don't nope. even care. I don't even care. Nope. How I dare even... you? What, uh, what's How? who's the guy that plays Hades? Uh, I see his face. Is it's not James Spader? No, it's it's, um... it's James. He played Shark. Whatever. I don't like him. So. <laughs> As a person, so James Woods, yeah, James Woods, James Woods could suck a big one. He sucks. He's a douche. Don't like him. So there you go. That's why Hercules. Is. Also, it's because the movie. I think I watched the movie once. Was it Danny DeVito in it? Was he? Yeah, he was a little Phil. fat. He was a little fat, like hog looking thing. He's Phil. Yeah, he's the he's his mentor, his coach. <laughs> I just see Frank from Always Sunny. <laughs> I'm just seeing him coming out of a coming out of a, a couch nude. Cost. I can't believe this. I I feel like I'm, I have to really consider me coming back every week. I mean, you, wait, wait, are you, wait. Is Hercules your favorite? Hercules is one of my favorites. Yeah. But what is your favorite favorite of all the old school Disney yeah, ones? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. We need to get to the bottom of this. Uh, ooh. big fan of Little Mermaid. Okay. Like Little Mermaid, Aladdin. I never got into. I never got Aladdin. Into Little Mermaid. Aladdin, of course, is, might be one of my favorites. Yeah, of course. Mine's is Mine's is The Lion King. Yeah, and Aladdin. I I really can't choose like yeah. which one I like more. Oops, sorry. I they they flip constantly because like Aladdin. Okay. I tell this story all the time, but like I thought I thought that was in Puerto Rico because I'm Spanish, guys. They were brown, mm. so I just. Again, I love Aladdin because there are brown people in it. I was brown. I resonated. That also, representation. Jasmine. We just talked about that. Jasmine, let me tell you something. Love of my life. I can show you the. Oh, I'll show her a couple of things. I know she's a drawing, <laughs> but yeah, I she's still warm place in my heart. Let me tell you something. Uh, yeah, no, and then Lion King, and they're, they're sure. in they're in Kingdom Hearts, right? Lion King, at least, right? Uh, I don't think there was a world with them in it. I could be wrong. Yeah, it's been it's been literally it's been ten years time. since I played. Yeah. So I don't remember. I mean, that'd be that'd dope be... though if I'm like a cat with a sword. I think I remember something like that. I don't know, but like those two um, are obviously better than Hercules. Is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, the the Pride Lands were in Kingdom Hearts two. two. Okay, see, I remember that. Now, my, but I'm trying to get to the bottom of this with you. We're right now in the Disney podcast that lives in a PlayStation <laughs> podcast. Those the movies are hands down better than Hercules. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. I, I said Hercules is one of my favorites. Okay. Emperor's New Groove. I despise Emperor's New Groove. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I really do not like that movie. When, what's what he sneaking about through the city with <laughs> It's not. It's not one that I go to. Oh my god! It's actually Goodman's not on my giant shelf of movies. Wow. I don't own it. Wow. I own a Hercules. All right. Uh, what about? Okay. Wait. 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 Uh, Mulan. Better I love Mulan. Her- better than Hercules. Eddie Murphy's in it. It's better than Hercules. Uh, yeah, I would. I would put it above Hercules. Okay. Sure. All right. At least we got somewhere here. Okay. Good. <laughs> 
See, now what you're saying is that Herc is actually mid-tier where he well, belongs. now that you've laid out all these movies that I forgot, mm-hmm. sure. But Hercules is solid, Joe. I don't remember. I Listeners remember there was like, there. A, like a Happy Meals thing with... Your, your Jasmine is my Meg. Meg. Megara. I remember, I remember Megara, but she does not hold a candle to Jasmine. How dare you? And also Aladdin. Aladdin's a handsome fella, you know? Yeah. So Aladdin over Hercules as well for being this. Again, this is now the Disney podcast Uh for Mickey Mouse lovers all around the world. You're getting two live action remakes of your two favorite Disney movies this year. I know. That's crazy. I know. It's like, it's, it's like Disney went, Hey, what's Joe into? Here you before go. before we go on and prepare yeah. the drop, uh-huh. uh, odds on in the Lion King, they actually make the animals' mouths move. Oh, absolutely! You really think so? I think so. Yeah. Oh, I think. I don't yeah. know how I feel about that. I mean, if they're telepathic, it's going to be a little weird. I'm trying to think. Right? What did the Jungle Book remake do? Did the mouths move I on think the animals? I think the mouths didn't move. Yeah. But I loved it, that one. I didn't watch that one. A Jungle Book's no, all right with me, but I think it's overrated. Yeah. And okay. I, well, no, that's a great question, though. Are the mouths going to move in the live action? Here's market? a question for everybody: Are the mouths going to move? Because that's an answer I don't know. That I'm uncomfortable with it now. Now I'm even uncomfortable with the thought. Thanks a lot. That was that was like that was my most anticipated movie next year. I think it's like Avengers, uh, Lion King, Star Wars, and Aladdin. But anyway. Hey, remember when we did a PlayStation podcast? Well, everyone, prepare the drop. PlayStation Now edition. You know what I'm tired of, Kyle? What are you tired of? People saying, oh, you know, Game Pass is so great. (laughs) Game Pass is amazing. I wish PlayStation did something like that. They do. It's called PlayStation Now. Of course, it's a little bit more expensive, but you get like seven times the games. And also, a lot of these games I see on this list are also on Games Pass. So, or Game Pass, whatever. So, here you go. Things are looking good. These are the games you can get right now in January's uh, drop. The drop. Uh, God Eater 2 Rage Burst. Actually, should I say it in the voice? Sure. God Eater 2 Rage Burst. Locks Quest. Metro 2033 Redux. One Ucha Barbara. Z2 Chaos. I'm wondering what that game's about. I think I know exactly what that one is. Pray. Do you know how to pronounce it? Because <laughs> I don't. Project Cars 2, Sky Drift, and Thunder Wolves. And there's one more at the top, Chess Ultra. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Which one of those games gets you all tingly inside? Oh, it's Metro. Same here. It's also Metro. God Eater I... as well, because mm-hmm. I've heard that's like a Monster Hunter-esque game, if I'm not mistaken. I think from what I've seen, yeah. yeah. Uh, the one that you had difficulty saying, I feel like I remember the box art of the PS3 version. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like, it's a zombie killing game with girls in scantily clad outfits. Cool, man. Uh, I think. Also, Ace Combat, wait, is it Ace Combat, right? Ace yeah, Combat Ace 7? Combat 7 comes out. And if I forgot that, Luke Lore would have been very upset. So we're saying it right now. There you go. That's been the drop. Those are the games we're interested in. Again, PlayStation Now exists. It's there. You could do yeah, literally play, the go same play thing. Metro. Metro is a good game. Is it? I didn't get to. So maybe I, I actually will try this Metro's out. Metro is a good game. All right. Well, guys, 
we get to this part of this the show where oh, I get do to they, sneak into. Do they catch you? <laughs> I did close calls this week, Joe. <laughs> do they catch me? <laughs> you think I'm a fool, Kyle? Of course, I sneak into Andrew's house, Andrew House's house, and collect his snail mail because he won't do it himself. He's like, Joe, stop stealing my magazine. Stop stealing my Game Informers. I want those. Those are mine. I'm like, no. This month's, guess what? It's Sekiro. Shadows die twice. Yes, I got it in here somehow. That's what she said. On to the first question. Also, you can send in your questions if you follow us via at PS Trophy Room on Twitter, or you go to the Bad Bit Test Facility. That's our Discord. I put up questions or posts every single week. You guys get to jot down what you want to answer on the show. You get a chance to have them here. Here they are. But then I steal them from Andrew House's house. It's convoluted. All right. The backstory doesn't make sense. But yes, I James Can Bond you, my way through it. You know what? I don't know if I want to actually say this out loud. Well, okay. So there's an under, no, no, I'll, get, I'll just clear that. <laughs> there's an underground tunnel. Okay. okay. And I'm, I, I've dr- drilled it successfully down into Andrew House's wall. Right. It's, mm-hmm. it's big. It's glorious. You're going to love it. And I drill, I drill into his house. And the tunnel is kind of small, so sometimes my pants come off, so I got to Donald Duck it. Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) So I got to Donald Duck it. And his his, his cameras are just looking at my P and my D, right? And so I'm just like, I'm grabbing it. I got to go into the tunnel again. But like in reverse so that my legs get into the right holes, you know? Sure. That's how I do it every week. (laughs) So what you're saying is in Andrew House's Mm -hmm. house. Yeah. It's just a, just a bunch of holes that you drilled into in his floor. Yeah, because he does plug them up again, like you like with hard cement. So I got to Okay. Each week's a different adventure. Sure. <laughs> you know. Hey, guess what? I hope I pronounced your name what? right. Derry Keller writes in, follows us on PS Trophy Room. You should too. And ask, hey, Joe and Kyle, just a question about the PS VR two. Do you think it will release day one with the PlayStation Five? I hope it does, as I love my PlayStation VR more than one would even... Well, sorry. An even more, more powerful. powerful one would be even better. Much love to the show. Yeah. Is this day and date with the PlayStation 5? It would make a lot of sense, Joe. I say that a lot yeah. on the trophy room, that it makes a lot of sense. But I don't know. That's a, that's yeah. a lot of money for uh, someone to shell out. That's a lot of one. risk. Yeah. Well. That's why uh, th- my big theory right now, guys, is PlayStation 5 is backwards compatible with PlayStation 4 because mm-hmm. you need that library of PlayStation VR games. Talked about it last episode. So I think it's not coming out day one, but I think it's coming a year or two after mm-hmm. the PlayStation 5. It's yeah. going to be a little bit awkward, but they need to focus on the PlayStation 5 first than the VR. So, I could see the year the year after PS5 releases at that E3, if yeah. they're even there or something, they say, hey, new PSVR is coming out, right. and, and it's like, wireless. Yeah. Because that's what I want. Exactly. It's a wireless PSVR. I don't even need 1080p. Like, no. the games look fine. Just give me wireless. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me look like, you know, Cyclops, but yeah. less lame. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I think. Uh, next question comes from the insipid ghost himself, Mr. Luke Lawyer. First off, Luke, you, you asked so many questions here. So I'm going to ask the first <laughs> one because I like that one. 
PlayStation, uh, sorry, Spider-Man 2 on PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5? Does it stay exclusive to Sony or does it venture to the Xbox, Nintendo slash PC area? I think it's exclusive to Sony. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Because they have the tie-in with that. For yep. sure. Yeah, it's a Sony game. Luke, sorry, Luke. have to get over it. All right. <laughs> you guys are going to uh, probably get Iron Man. Sure. So just, just have fun with it, okay? Yeah. God, this guy. Or, yeah. or Joe, mm-hmm. they could get a Hulk game because it's green. Xbox is green. Honestly, that'd be dope. There was a dope one on Xbox that I played all the time. You, yeah. you push your hands into cars and like you have boxing gloves. It was dope. I liked it. Mm-hmm. It didn't make much sense because you're already the Hulk. But whatever, yeah. it looked cool, yeah. you know? Um, uh, PS4 or PS5 is an interesting <laughs> question. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's going to be a PS5 game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just I don't unless they make two versions. <clears throat> yeah. So this, that's that's a tough one. This is a PlayStation Five game. I'm gonna yeah. tell you right here, right now. This this it's not gonna be like this. How this was on the PlayStation Four. First off, I don't even think it's a launch game. Don't even get that twisted. No. I think they're letting Insomniac take their sweet time. Though yeah. they have a lot of the assets, I think they want to make sure they got the game. As good as it is, you want to work on that story. It looks awesome. The little previews we have in our head right now. Yeah. It's pretty rad, but it could be. I think give it give it two or three years, and it's out there. And I think what PlayStation has with Spider-Man uh, is an evergreen title, and you don't see that a lot, right? Like, Nintendo has it. That's why they can launch Legend of Zelda and Mario Kart and, you know, Mario Odyssey, because those titles are evergreen You'll always sell a Mario game. Mm-hmm. It's Mario. The IP is so strong. Spider-Man is a strong-ass IP. Yeah. Right? It's a couple billion-dollar well, franchise. And we didn't really talk about it on this episode, but it sold 9 million copies of yeah. Spider-Man. Which is fastest-selling. We did? Yeah, it's fastest-selling exclusive ever. Yeah. So, so Spider-Man's gangbusters. People yeah. buy it. like Yeah. So Sony has something special. They're very much well aware of it. They're not going to let that go. And Marvel trusts them. And I think, why not at this point? You know, Metacritic says our excuses are better. Kyle, I'm, I'm sorry. Luke, I'm sorry. That's, yeah. that's just how it works. I mean, Sony has a track record of making really great games. I think that's what Marvel really cares about. Because they know wherever they put this game, wherever they give it to, it's going to sell. But what they really want is the games to be good. Because mm-hmm. too many times we have that stigma that all superhero or movie tie-in games are simply that, yeah. afterthoughts. So I think Marvel cares more about who they're handing it off to rather than the dollar signs. Because they already know it's going to sell. But it sells yeah. really good, helps Marvel's reputation. So Also, there was, yeah. a, um, uh, there was a small team that used to work at Blizzard. Marvel gave them an IP. Yeah, I think. Uh, which was in the news. Yeah. I, I know it's a very small team, but... Maybe that is your Xbox Marvel game right well, there. Well, let's not get let's not get twisted. That's probably a Hearthstone Just clone. Saying. I would love a oh. Hearthstone clone of like Iron Man, like cards and stuff like that. That'd be dope. Yeah. I'm in for it, you know? Uh his other question is actually PSVR related, so I'll let it slide. Is PlayStation VR uh going to help sell Ace Combat Seven to people, or are those people who buy AC seven always going to buy that game? Like, is it just going to stick to that audience or is it going to go to the PlayStation VR? 
I I'll tell you, I've never bought an Ace Combat game in mm. my life. Right. I am super intrigued to do it in VR. Uh, because uh, one is of this the a day one buy for you, Kyle? No, not day one buy. Okay. No, um, but there was a was it Infinite Warfare Call of Duty? Yes. They had a VR experience to Jackal Assault, yeah. and that was pretty much you're flying a plane in outer space, shooting down other air fighters and stuff, mm. and that was really fun. I played through that multiple times. I think if if Ace Combat 7 is as good in VR as it is out of VR, <coughs> sorry, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. The PlayStation VR community buys anything that's worth a damn. The Reddit is super yeah. positive. They're, that community over there is fantastic, and they warn each other of bad games immediately, but they don't, like, hawk down each other's throats from what I've seen so far. So I think uh, if, if this game's good, yeah, it's going to translate and translates well in VR, it's going to do gangbusters. Yeah. Absolutely. Not, it's not going to be like the best-selling game of all time. When I mean gangbusters, I mean for that series. It's going to do very well. Are you going to pick it up? <clears throat> Sorry, man. I got something in my throat. No, I, I'm, I'm not. Not day one. I got, yeah. I got, I'm buying, oh no, this is, <gasps> this is a PlayStation podcast. I shouldn't, but I'm buying uh, Super Mario bros deluxe because i'm a glutton oh. for punishment love that game so with that yeah uh yeah i think it's gonna, it's gonna do well don't worry luke you'll get an ace combat eight tim off writes in and this is the one i've been waiting for nintendo guru are you listening i hope you are bump up that hearing aid because you're gonna need it <laughs> back in the day this comes from tim off the wise one Back in the day, we never would have thought that Sega and Nintendo would work together. But more recently, yes, I gave him a Western accent. Back off. Microsoft and Nintendo are playing nice as well. Do you see a future where Nintendo works with Sony again? And if so, why would they work together? Kyle, would you like yeah. this question? I don't know. I, I love this question. It's very good. Dude, it's interesting. I love these questions. It gets me excited for the possibility of it actually coming through and actually happening. Mm -hmm. uh, man, I would... I know what you're going to say. say I, I would love to have this so I could play my Mario on PlayStation and get some mm -hmm. trophies. Mm -hmm. um, I, I feel like there might be a very good chance of it happening. I, 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 but why depends. they hate each other everybody says it there was a g4 documentary kyle japanese sure. they don't forget that's what the stereotype says at least yeah <laughs> i mean i it's always time to turn over a new leaf i guess right. i mean we we saw it at the game awards yeah all three heads or that faces doesn't mean anything it's symbolic doesn't matter. Okay. Doesn't matter, Joe. I think I think there's a good chance of it happening. I'm not saying within the next couple of years. I would see maybe in another decade Ooh. we see some see some collaboration between Nintendo and Sony. I'm going or to say collaboration this. all the way around, maybe. And this is something pretty nuts. So stick with me. Nintendo said that they're looking at a possibility of a future without consoles that they don't make another home console. Uh, and a lot of people blew this up and thought it's anything more than this. And what I'm saying is nothing more than theory crafting. If the future of games is simply that of it is an app on your TV, 
It is a small little hockey puck. It is on your Apple TV. Like a lot of TVs right now, NCES, Sony, uh, Samsung, LG, so many TV brands right now. Guess what? They're all integrating Apple into their TVs. They're all putting iTunes in their TVs. Uh, They're all readying for Apple streaming service. So yeah, all those TV manufacturers that also have mobile phone divisions are working with Apple. Some of them are Japanese and are very much in that (laughs) honor-based system, and they're working with Apple. Money talks, bullshit tends to walk, right? So when I take a look at what Nintendo is doing right now, they are readying the, the probability that one day there is going to be no consoles. And I think you see that with the Switch. It's a great hybrid of what Nintendo's really good at, which is mobile. And so when I see the Switch, that's their future. Nintendo is is that hybrid system. You plug it in. It is that little thing. But at the same exact stroke, when the tides of war has settled, Microsoft, Sony, and Google will walk up to the castle. They will open the door. They will see a defeated Nintendo. Nintendo looks at a piece of paper. They see a poison wine and they drink it. They turn to Sony and they say, The Vita. The Vita's dead. <laughs> and then he goes, she, she goes to Sean Layden. Tell Shu. Tell Shu it was me. And then <laughs> dies. Right? <laughs> Nintendo will never be on a PlayStation console. It uh, will never be on an Xbox. Stop it. What the future is, is a little app on your TV. That is the future. Whether we want to see... I saw a TV roll up like a fruit roll up today. Everything's possible. <laughs> okay? I believe... Seriously, it rolled into the speaker. Blew my mind whole. I'm not saying that this is in the next five years or in the next ten years, but it's the future. And I think each one of them are going to have their dedicated hardware that you see. That little streaming box. Again, this is like ten years out. And they're going to have that suite of apps. And so maybe, yeah, you'll have a Nintendo app on your PlayStation. You'll have an Xbox app on your PlayStation. You have a PlayStation app on your PlayStation. You'll have everything there for you. I think I think at the end of the day, even more than that, you're just going to see little hockey pucks. And they'll probably in, be integrated into your TVs at some point. So will you see Sony and Nintendo play nice with each other? Eventually, but it won't be... S- uh, SIE, it will probably be Sony's TV division where they're putting Nintendo apps on their Bravia screens. That's the future of gaming. It might be scary, might be frightful, but that is what it is. You know, this. I think next generation is the death of of. It is the death of physical media, and it is the total embrace of digital. I do not think Game Pass is a future, nor do I want it to be the future. I think it's great right now. I think it's horrible in five years. I think when everybody else has their Game Pass, when everybody else is now not charging you a dollar to buy Game Pass, but they're upped it to, you know, five, six bucks, because that's the same thing Netflix and Hulu have done. When those things happen, and when more games become games as services, those those services will look way more shitty in my eyes. Even PlayStation Now. So I think there's going to be an embrace of, of a streaming service and digital. If you want to buy digital, it's there on your hockey puck. If you want to stream it, you can. But 
There you go. That was my long rant. What do you think about that, Kyle? Is that is that crazy? Am I speaking crazy? Am I speaking nonsense? No. Okay. You're not wrong. Am I right, though, Kyle? Am I right? You're a little right. All right. Cool. That's what I believe. And I'm probably wrong, but that's the fun about speculating, right? Imagine like, <laughs> imagine one day it's the other way around where Nintendo is the lone survivor. Probably, like honestly, if anybody's, if anybody can survive, it's Nintendo. They learned how, right? Yeah, that's like, true. Wii U was a colossal failure, and they learned. I mean, they have the IP to survive. They have mm-hmm. the fan base that will just stick with it. They will yeah. buy a Star Fox Zero. They don't know any better, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like. Honestly, I've said it last episode. Xbox has this. It is literally theirs to lose this generation coming. They've learned. If you did not learn anything from this generation and you still stumble and mess up, right? And and you're not able to get your app OS up and running. You seriously can't. If none of those games come out, and I'm sorry, like if you have another year like this, where it is Sea of Thieves and it is State of Decay and you have one good one that's Forza, but when most of your games are like mediocre to meh at launch, I'm sorry, you can't survive like that. So I think Xbox, I think, needs to learn from this generation. They need an even bigger shakeup because the games we see right now, I'm not buying an Xbox Mm -hmm. from what I've seen so far. They really need to prove themselves. But... They have the infrastructure. If the cloud is that impressive, if the cloud is the number one thing, this is awesome news for them, right? They are the richest company in the world now, but that doesn't mean they have unlimited money. That means they have a lot of it. So, you know, they they have a very strong focus right now. It's cool. It's cool. Kyle, I think that's it for the trophy room this week. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, wait, we have one more question? We got two more questions. I didn't see those. I'm sorry. Famous Shady Mist writes in <laughs> for my long rant. Are there any songs or music from video games that you listen to regularly? Yes. Go for it. Uh, I love the Celeste soundtrack Ooh. so much. Celeste music is. Yeah. It's beautiful. Oh, nice. um, I love the old school RPGs, Final Fantasy music. Can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. But for this question in particular, I want to shout out Mega Ran. Do you know who Mega Ran is, Joe? I've heard of him. Yes. He's a Mega Ran is right. yeah, he's a rapper who's actually officially licensed by Capcom. Like Capcom allows him to use their sound uh, from games and stuff in mm-hmm. his songs or sample. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, yeah. Capcom yeah. allows him to sample their music um, into stuff, and his video game based raps are extraordinary. The he does one on Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe the album's called Black Materia. Okay. It's it's great. So give Mega Ran a, a listen because he does great video game hip hop. Okay, okay. Since I had a long rant, I'll leave it short. First off, the Beat Saber soundtracks is in my head. Yep. I'm like boop 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 boop. boop oh boop, yeah, boop. yeah, that one. That reminds me. Um, also, this is a cheat answer. Yeah. But as a diehard rock band player. There are so many songs on my iPhone from Rock Band that yeah. I will listen to that I would have never heard of before if it wasn't for Rock Band. Oh, so yeah. Shout out to Rhythm Games. Guitar Hero Guitar Hero 2 opened me up to metal. I'm looking yep. I'm looking at you, Six. God, you're such a great song. 
Um, see, for me, yeah, I mean, like, recently, I say I do, and it's, like, just a broad, branch of, like, stuff. Uh, the God of War theme is just stellar. Beat mm-hmm. Saber is in my head constantly. Uh, Tetris Effect this year. I listen to, yeah, a lot of gaming stuff. Anything Zelda-related, anything Halo. Yeah, that's right, guys. PlayStation, I don't care. <laughs> uh, seriously, dude, you can't beat the whole... That's it's amazing. It's dope. I think Breaking uh, Benjamin has a, a Halo yes, song, don't they? they? Do. Halo that's, 3. Which is incredible. Yes, it, and it's, that song slapped back in the day. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. And um, he actually has the same disease my sister-in-law has. Anyway, uh, and what else? There's another one. There's another, oh, yeah, Last of Us. Last oh, of Us oh, Part 2, the Sean James, uh, mm-hmm. The Valley. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So good. So good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it for me. And the last one comes from Robbie Bobby Miller. You, my sir, you almost missed out. We were about to do this show, and then I see your tweet, and that's why you're here. Why does every article I read bash PlayStation praise Xbox? One article: the good, the bad. Oh wait, that's that's a Western. The good, the bad, and the ugly <laughs> from Game Informer gave Xbox the good and PlayStation the bad and the ugly. Well, for fudge sakes, objective journalism is dead. <laughs> Hashtag up, down, left, right. Who is to blame? Uh, I, that's a, I need to read this article because it's very yeah. interesting. Because I know exactly what that what he's talking about because I still get my Game Informer in yeah. the mail. And there's always just a page where it's good, bad, the ugly, and they highlight some things. Um, yeah, I've been seeing a lot of, a lot of PlayStation hate. A lot more, sure. Like we we just talked about earlier in the show, PlayStation is selling like crazy. People are buying it, yeah. playing games. Everything's but fine. For, but yeah, yeah, everything fine. is fine. But for some reason, they find something to like bash PlayStation on. Whether it was the crossplay fiasco, which they should have been bashed on, yeah. And you know, but they, I feel like they take that and they just keep expanding on it, and it's a little bit unwarranted in my Look at eyes. Wally the whale here. Kyle. I see him. Wow, where'd you get that from? Hula hands. You buy this uh-huh. fancy drink, they put this whale in it. And my friend collects them, so they just lie around here. Lolly the <laughs> whale says everything's fine. Everyone yeah. is doing great. Xbox is doing great. Mm-hmm. PlayStation's doing great. Nintendo's doing great. Everything <laughs> is fine. Wally the whale is out. Everything's Fantastic. fine. <laughs> everything's fine, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean... Crossplay, you're right. Should have that should have been a thing we did get angry about. We we did, and we need to continue that as well. So I understand the bad, um, the ugly. I don't know what the ugly refers to. Maybe that refers to the name changes. But fine. Uh, you know good, what? Joe? Hold on. Yeah. Give me one second. I think I see the actual last oh, issue please, I got on the couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me see if I can see what it is. I'll actually even look it up. Do, 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 do. You'll be happy about this, Joe. Uh, I got it right here. December the, 6th. The, the, the cover is Warcraft 3. Do you see this? <gasps> you see that? Ooh. Oh, isn't, it, isn't it something? Is that... Wait. I forget his name. He's a Doom Lord, though. I think he worked with Sylvanas, um, and then he betrayed Sylvanas. Actually, he gave her her Banshee powers, believe it or not. She, he freed her from... Uh, You're a nerd! The Lich King's grasp. Oh, my God, his name's coming. 
Oh my god, his his name is on the tip of my head. I cannot get it out, and I'm gonna hate myself for it. But he betrays her at the Wrathgate, and then they go into the Undercity, and then they I'm so kill sorry. him. I think his name is Veramus or something like that. They kill him because he's trying to. Is he trying to summon Sargeras? I think so. And so you beat him from doing that or something. Wrathgate's dope, dude. The Wrathgate is dope. Did you find that? Because I. It's not in that episode. It's not in that. Not in that. Yeah, so I would say this. In short of it, don't worry about that article. It looks like actually it's a running theme. It's every month they have a good, bad, the ugly. Yeah. So. Sony's doing fine. Honestly, game-wise, it hasn't been better. Sales-wise proves every single thing that like Sony doesn't get it. If Sony didn't get it, their sales number this holiday season would be in the dirt. Everything's fine when it comes to PlayStation. Right? Their games are selling spectacularly. PSVR, doing great. PlayStation 4 is doing great. Don't let what any other people say drive you down. And to that same effect... Xbox is doing a lot of good things, and they need that good publicity. I want them to do good. All right? I want to see Thieves 2. That's good, right? Like, I want to stay to Decay 3. That's, like, none of that. <laughs> Everything's fine. Nintendo, doing great. If anything's the ugly, it's Nintendo's online service. So let's all be real about that. Can't even chat with people. Oh, you can't change your name on that PlayStation. Yeah, I can chat with my friends. Okay? It's fine. Mm-hmm. I could do multiple things at once with my PlayStation. Can't do that on my Switch. Everything is fine. I'm all either way. <laughs> That's coming back, whether you hate it or you loathe it, Kyle. I just love that how you're calling him Wally the Whale. I don't think he's actually a whale. No, no, no. no. This is definitely a whale. Look at him. Oh, okay. I, the the yeah, teeth are what throwing me off if you can't see it. Yeah, I don't think whales, whales have, have bristles because they eat. Yeah. What are they? They eat um, the plankton and plankton. Yeah, because we learned that was that in Finding Nemo. Yes. <laughs> wow, you're getting a wide wide range on the podcast spectrum this episode. I know, right, uh, Kyle? That is all. <laughs> that's all I got for that you. Anything all. you would like to plug as we leave this trophy room? Sure, uh, I'll plug myself. Yeah. Uh, who that ninja seventy three on Twitter, PSN, uh, do all the the following and adding. Um, my show about the kind of funny community called Best Friends Talk Funny is trying. To, I'm trying to be more consistent with it this year. Episode with Joe went live last week. Uh, it was fantastic. Thank you for coming on, Joe. I had a blast. It's the um, most popular episode ever, right, Kyle? One hundred percent, it is. Yes, it is. I was lying, but you yes. <laughs> Uh, you can find that show on Twitter at BFS Talk Funny and everywhere podcast services are. So go ahead and give it a listen and let me know what you think. Yeah. And before we log out for the night, there is one developer that we need to shout out. Positivity, people. Positivity. This week, it's Zoink Games. Why is it Zoink Games? Because I was doing a top five list, and Ghost Giant is somewhere where you don't think it will end up. That PlayStation VR game, take a look at it. It's amazing. They're an awesome group of developers that make awesome games. Shout that them out. Tell them you're thankful that you make awesome games. Tell them the trophy room sent you. So there you go. Again, shout out Zoink Games. Shout out, and then also at the same time, Ask politely when Ghost Giant is going to come out. And if you are going to announce it, announce it on the trophy. 
There you go. Yeah. Little, it's the small victories, right? That's it. <laughs> With that, guys, gang, hunters alike, we come to a close here at the Trophy Room. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to call everybody hunters now. The audience, hunters. Because you know what? Ooh. We're trophy hunters. I always like, I like that. It. I've liked yeah. it for weeks now. Never did it. Hey, guys, you can follow us on iTunes, any RSS feed, Google Play, wherever you listen to us. Please rate us the highest you can. It helps us out. It really does. It grows this channel. It helps grow this family. Everybody, thank you all so much as we begin this new year with some positive vibes, man. Positivity. Whew. <sighs> Follow us, PS Trophy Room, on Twitter. Follow us on all the RSS feed services you possibly can. Follow us, join the Discord group. Babbitt's Test Facility should be somewhere in the, dis, uh, the the comments. So go check that out. With all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. Oh, I'll find you. <laughs> oh, wait, that was Goofy's laugh. <laughs>